the Roar, your home for all things analytics and salary cap analysis. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? We are the Roar, where every day is game day. Prioritize your well-being by scheduling a colorectal cancer screening at any of the Gastroenterology Associates offices. They've got one in Clemson, Greenville, Spartanburg, one very close to you. It's state-of-the-art facility. It ensures convenient access, high-quality health care. Don't delay. Early detection saves lives. At Gastroenterology Associates, they're dedicated to making the screening process seamless, comfortable, and stress-free. You can schedule this without a referral today by going to gastroassociates.com, gastroassociates.com. Any uncomfortable digestive problems you're having, uh, any screenings you need, these are the people to go to. You're going to love them. Uh, they're the best in the in the upstate. you got their services right here available to you, close to home. Check them out, gastroassociates.com. 654-ROAR, you want to get in with us. On the phone lines on the Adams and Co. roofing text line, and we'll get to some more texts here in a few moments. I want to go to Tim in Spartanburg, who is up next. Kickoff hour number two. Hey Tim, how are you? Good. How are you, gentlemen, this morning? We're doing well. I just want to uh, get y'all's opinion on something real quick about the last drive of overtime. I feel like the San Francisco 49ers had a chance to win it. I feel like. Steve Wilkes played too conservative of a defense. You have yes. Patrick Mahomes sitting at a second and 14 on their side of the 50, and you're playing uh, five five men deep, you know, just trying to protect from the first down. Well, if you give Patrick Mahomes uh, easy seven yards, he's going to take it every time. Yep. That's exactly right. And he did. And he did. That That's what didn't make sense. Wilkes either went like drop everybody back and play zone or bring everybody cover zero. Like it was just weird. There was no and what what really frustrated me about it is is that it was so easy to decipher. Like Mahomes didn't even have to think. Like he just oh, they're in this. I know exactly where to go right now. I know what's gonna be there. You did nothing to sort of confuse him or throw him off his game. I I thought Wilkes was a, was one of the losers last night in terms of coaching he just did not seem to have a good feel and a grasp and it's hard I know the 49ers can do they could do the right thing and Mahomes still just burn them like that's just how and the Greenlaw injury happening when it did obviously throws a wrench into some of your defensive plans as it well did. but it, it opened up Kelsey's huge second half he had one catch in the first half finished with what 90 something yards and what was it eight catches or whatever. nine catches for 93 yeah so he he had all his plays so I I, I get it, but I think I think you're you're spot on, Tim. I I thought Steve Wilkes just made some odd decisions in when he played zone and when he played man, and he tried to go cover zero, and Shanahan got mad and called timeout and yelled at him about it. Yeah, <laughs> that that was another thing I was going to hit on was like you could see that there was irritation amongst Shanahan. I mean, he could you could see it in his face mm-hmm. that he did not like the way that it was going. I feel like if you Patrick Mahomes is like a Tom Brady. If you give him the yards, he's going to take it every yep. single time. Yep, yep. He's he, he's reached that level, and there was that one time where I mean, Romo pointed out it was a really good decision, a really good call by him. 
He said that if, if Mahomes, there was that one play where if he said Mahomes releases this ball, it ends up being a interception. You know, like it would it would have been picked off. They had too much coverage deep. And he sort of pump faked it, and then I think he just sort of dumped it off real quick. It's those kind of things. It's just the littlest things like that that you know Mahomes can do. He just reached that that point cerebrally where he's just going to make the right decision. And that and that's my biggest complaint um, from a defensive side of, for the 49ers is that they did nothing to give him difficult looks or try to confuse him in any way. He just he knew what was coming for the ball snapped. You needed to apply pressure. That's the only thing that you was going to be able to do. And that's that's how you was going to win that game. You you couldn't play conservative. Yeah, they. I also think they they thought they were going to get more pressure, and they did in the first half. They got a lot of pressure with their front four and with Bosa, and some of that was because Greenlaw was all over the field making plays and could defend just about anybody out there. And then he goes down, and it changed everything. They they lost a lot of their swag when when they lost Greenlaw. So thanks, good call, Tim. I appreciate you getting in. Good points. Thank you. Take care. I tell you, that was that was. I, I just feel like Wilkes just Wilkes kind of caved in the moment too. He really did. We we can beat up on Shanahan on the offensive side for kind of going away from some of the things that worked in the run game and throwing the ball on first down. Like I I immediately knew they were in trouble. Immediately in the third quarter, I knew this team was in trouble because I said they had quit running the ball first down. I mean, not that you know, to me, four or five yards on first down is just imperative. But having Brock Purdy sitting back there trying to decipher whatever Spagnuolo is doing on first down, ah, nah, you're you're just setting yourself up for a three and out. And that's what happened. I, I don't have the stats. I, I, I need to go back and look. I feel like every time they didn't run the ball on first down, it, it was a guaranteed three and out. It just felt that way to me. But Steve Wilkes had his issues too. But yeah, John, he really did. You, you get what I'm saying. There's really, I mean, you can, you can draw the Prettiest, most perfect defensive scheme ever. Mahomes will just bust it. But don't make it easy on him. Don't reveal to him what you're running, you know, before the ball's even snapped. All he does is send one guy in motion. He goes, okay, I got this. Or the way they're lined up, okay, this is cover zero. I know where I'm going. This is zone. I got a ways for Kelsey to break free, and boom, I'll just I'll, I'll hit it. Yeah, I thought that the Chiefs did a very good job in pre-snap motion and just to Figure out what they were doing. That's what they did. Anytime on the, on the last was moving around, they knew what was going to happen, and that's what they did on the last play. Andy Reid ran, ran the same, basically the same concept play that he ran last year with Kadarius Tony to score in the end zone. He he sent Miko Hardman, and as soon as the safety, I mean the corner switched off, the DB switched off. He knew, he knew, and Mahomes like okay. I've run this a million times. Where was Kadarius Tony last night? Uh he he was not there. Was he on the sideline? Did you ever see him? No, he was a DNP, healthy scratch. <laughs> I told you he was never going to play again. I told you that. I said Mahomes went to Reed and said, "If you put him out there, I'll I'll just boycott. Like I'll, I don't I'll, care what it takes I'll, to get us Miko Hardman back. You make it happen. <laughs> I will pull a hamstring in the first quarter." And you're going to have to win this with a backup. Because I am not playing with Gadarius Tony. And Chad Henney ain't here no more. <laughs> he retired. So good luck, Andy. You got to go out there and play quarterback yourself if you want to get this done. I mean, well, Steve Wilkes didn't call a great game. Yeah. Andy Reid may have been able to move the ball a little bit. <laughs> God. Man, Listen to you. Man did win some punt pass and kick competitions he in did. his day. He did. He was, uh, he, was, he was an offensive lineman in his day. So he... <laughs> That's how to he move could, the he, he's not going to forget how to run the football. You're right about that. What did you make of Travis Kelsey on that 
that huge catch that he makes late in the game. It's the fastest he has run all year. He was clocked at like 20 miles an hour. What a weird game he had. Uh, he looked disinterested at times. He looked like he was frustrated with being taken out of some of the plays that were being run, especially in the first half. He he runs into Andy Reid and gets in his face and makes contact. Don't ever make contact with your boss. I mean, I, I know that that's, that's always out of line. But Andy Reid knows how to handle Travis Kelsey. They've been doing this a long time. He handled this. This was situation. their 11th season together. They they have a good working relationship. They're fine. Yes. Okay, they're fine. So let's not blow it out of proportion. Correct. But that would have been blown out of proportion for sure had they lost the game and Kelsey done nothing. Oh, that would have been the lead. Yes. Travis Kelsey meltdown would have been the lead. Instead, he's up there singing Viva Las Vegas because he went off in the second half and ran his fastest play ever. What? How did? How does that even happen? Was he? Rest in peace, Toby Keith. But he's as good once as he ever was. I, better, <laughs> barely even better. Let's go to Robert and Anderson. He is up next. Hey, Robert, how are you? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I tell you one thing that drove me crazy last night. In my mind, I don't see how they uh, San Francisco the second half. I believe it was. My God, why didn't they run the ball? What are they passing the ball first? And all this crap, pass to pass. I know. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but, you know, how are you going to set up the pass if you're not running? And, uh, two, I'd like to ask you the last play where uh, they scored uh, Kansas City. I didn't catch that. Could you uh, t- briefly say what happened in that where they scored? And I'll take off the air. Thank sure. You. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate you getting in. Yeah, they, they sent a man in motion to the right side, and when that happened, the DBs had to, had to sort of switch off who their assignments were. Uh, and Miko Hardman just – I mean, it, it, it wasn't quite Orange Crush because there wasn't like a you know a pit guy coming across to, to, to you know take the guy out. Yeah. But it was a similar motion like, like Renfro ran – where he just he he just puts his body into the flat. It's not like a real route route, you know? He just sort of kind of turns back to Mahomes and looks at him, and there's nobody back there. There's nobody on the back end of, of the defense on that side of the field, and Hardman catches it, and, I mean, he could he just basically walked into the end zone. It was an easy play, uh, and it was just a great setup. But it, that, that's a pre-snap setup. That's a, okay, now I, I got him. I know what they're in. I know, I know where the guy's going to be. And he's not going to be in the flat on Miko Hardman because one, it's Miko Hardman, and nobody thinks he's probably going to get the ball. They're all focused on, but but you do that if you're a DB, your your eyes are looking inside, right? Like you're like mm. game's on the line. You're looking at Travis Kelsey. Yeah, after he had just set up the play to get down there, correct? Where he muscled his way, you know, inside the the ten or whatever, and you think, well, they're probably going to go to Kelsey here. Hardman's wide open, makes the play. Great play. I'm I'm happy for Miko Hardman. He's had he's had some moments. I, Pat, did you hear about Patrick after the game? Said he persevered. <laughs> he, he had some tough moments this season, but he persevered to make that big play in the Super Bowl in overtime. That was being that was actually being kind. Uh, you know, Hardman tried to lose him the game a few weeks ago, uh, but that was that was certainly something. That was what he overcome the Jets. <laughs> he's he has overcome. A lot. He overcame his own his own. Greed, essentially, uh, he, he got he got out of his own. He overcame way. the the sales pitch to be one of the many receivers in the past. Happy Aaron Rodgers offense. Yeah, yeah, but you know Mahomes is 
Mahomes is looking guys Th- off. He's uh, he just think about maestro. real quick the the journey for Michael Hardman this season. Mm-hmm. You spend the whole off season with the Jets, the hype machine that is being created. You're A-Rod. on Hard Knocks, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, all the coverage and everything. Four plays into the season, everything goes awful, and you catch the game winning pass for your old team to win the Super Bowl. I know, I know. Darn good dog right there. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Uh, what do you? How do you put this in perspective? What this run was for Kansas City? Because John, you could argue, Texture argued, and I, I don't know. If I disagree that this is their best Super Bowl champion. This is their best title because they didn't have their best team, and they went into Baltimore and beat that team into Buffalo. They beat Buffalo. They beat Josh Allen. The Miami game, Miami was so beat up. It was freezing cold. I, you, you, you're supposed to win that game. Yes. But they they did this as underdogs, going on the road to Buffalo, going on the road to Baltimore, and then beating the best team in the NFC that was a, a really a, a paper champion in the regular season. I mean, they, they were. I mean, tell me, tell me who. You said this on Thursday. If you're backing the 49ers, you're backing the best team in the regular season. And if you're backing the Chiefs, you're backing the best team so far this postseason. Yeah, yeah. Now, Baltimore had an amazing regular season. But you went through that gauntlet, and then you beat this. We said it the other day. The 49ers, if you name the top 10 most talented players, the 49ers had six of them. The Chiefs had four. Now, Pat Mahomes sort of supersedes your, at least three of your guys. Oh, easily, yeah. <laughs> but is, is this their best run? Yes. Is this their... Um, to I me, guess. this was their hardest Super Bowl to win, by far. I, I think it was the hardest, because they didn't get Arrowhead. They did well, not well, get Arrowhead. Well, I, I think this, yes, the Arrowhead is probably point number one, too. I think this 49ers team was a tougher obstacle than the Niners were last year. I'm sorry, than the Eagles were last year. I think, I think this so. was a tougher Super Bowl opponent. To me, beating those two teams, like you didn't get lucky where somebody knocked out the 49ers or somebody knocked out the Ravens. They have to go through the two best teams in the NFL. And I, I don't think it was close in the regular season. To have to go through those two teams. And to be what you were in November and December. I mean, when, when, when they came back from that overseas game, I... I honestly thought the season was over for them. I didn't think they had a chance to win the Super Bowl. I said the receivers aren't any good. They don't really have a... They just have no juice in their offense. And I said this on Friday. I thought they were going to find... I thought they were going to find themselves in a hole in this game, which they did. And I didn't think they could dig out because they didn't have the playmakers. They don't. They don't have the well, the, the down-the-field, break-the-play, break-the-game-open kind of guys. Not even that, but, you know, Brad, we talked about this last week with Joe Tooney, the left guard being out with the peck injury over, you know, the big run here in the postseason. They just grabbed a guy, scrap heap I've never even heard of, and they didn't miss a bit of production up front. Yeah, that's very true. Not um, one drop-off. Will from Patterson gets in and says, would any other NFC team have kept it close last night? Kept it this close. Kept it night. this close last night. No. No. I, I think the 49ers were extremely talented and a very good football Oh, I team. think it was a tougher opponent to beat last night than the Eagles were a year ago. But the breaks went Kansas City's way, especially with the injury to Greenlaw, uh, the 
bro, the injury to Debo, Shanahan not just not being prepared for the game, just not being prepared for the moment, just wasn't. Six five four roar. We'll take some more calls on the other side. The Dream Center is more than a building. They serve those in need with a hand up instead of a hand out by empowering them to grow toward becoming healthy and self-sufficient through life skill classes, job training, mentorship, and a housing program called the Opportunity Village. Want to get involved? It's easy. Sign up to attend a volunteer orientation or on how you can serve with your school group, corporation, or individually. The Dream Center, where they encourage, educate, and empower. Learn more today at dreamcenterpc.org. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. We'll help you raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme Donuts. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at AutoWorksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and 3 row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. I'm Rick Davis with the Davis Law Group. I was born and raised in Greenville, attended Clemson University, and graduated in 1981. I've had the pleasure and the honor of assisting people in the upstate who may have been injured on the job or in a car wreck or through some other hazardous condition and cherish the many relationships and friendships that I've had with the clients over the years. What we do is we try to help the client find a path forward. Contact us at davis.law. We'll be glad to talk to you and see how we can help. Spring is coming, and with it, pollen season. Be ready to rid your ride of pollen by purchasing your Tiger Express Wash Anywhere Unlimited Fast Pass. Visit Tiger Express Wash online or any of their three locations for a pre-purchased monthly pass that can be used as often as you like at all Tiger Express Wash sites in Clemson, Pendleton, and Easley. You can be ready in advance with a fast pass from Tiger Express Wash. More locations, same quality care. Did you miss out on your favorite Clemson sportswear? At Tiger Sports Shop, we still have your favorite gear from Lululemon, Nike, and more. With a full selection for all ages, you can continue to show your Tiger pride for the new year. We help you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. If you're short of time, shop our website at tigersports.com and either pick up your order or have it shipped to you direct. Visit one of our two locations in Clemson today. The Tiger Sports Shop is all in, all the time. Go Tigers! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. 105.5 and 97.5. We are the Roar, where every day is game game day. Back here live on the Roar. Go to HatFlowCo.com if you haven't checked out their website. Hatflow Company, located here in the Upstate, makes great, great products. Uh, they can put any logo you have on a leather patch. You can figure out what design you want of the leather patch, how the shape you want it to be, whatever your logo is. They'll put it on there. It's great for business owners to get your company noticed. Uh, they can put it on a custom Richardson hat with any color scheme that you can come up with. And they do all this on their hat builder, by the way. You can set it up yourself. But Hatflow Company, go follow them on Instagram because they put a lot of their work up there. It's a great opportunity just to see how they're helping businesses, churches, um, charity organizations, whatever it may be. You can get that over at hatflowco.com, nationwide shipping. They have no order minimum, so you can get one, you can get a thousand. Great people. Love Hatflow products. Go check them out today, hatflowco.com. 654-ROAR, you want to get in with us. We'll go to Tom the Buckeye. We'll continue to talk some Super Bowl, and we'll get to some Clemson basketball coming up later. Hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. It's kind of rainy out here. Uh, yeah, so my thoughts on this Super Bowl, uh, I was rooting for the Niners. Uh you know, we got a couple of Ohio State guys there on the defensive line. And uh, I was kind of over the whole Kelsey, you know, drama thing. And, I, you know, you talk about it being Kansas City's greatest Super Bowl. I would kind of agree. I mean, I, I just I can't believe that whole thing with him and his uh, relationship with you-know-who wasn't more distracting than it was this year. I mean, uh, I think in the off week he flew to that concert in Brazil or something like that. Um, you know, just so many distractions with that team. And, uh, you know, and then the stunny pulled on the sidelines yesterday. Uh, yeah, I, I felt bad for the Niners also. You know, McCaffrey, you know, was our guy here at Carolina. One of the worst trades of all time, I think. He was he was their offense, and, you know, look at how the Panthers' offense has been since he left. And uh, and then Shanahan, you know, he went a little Atlanta Falcons there on us on some of those calls. Uh, and I, I think you start, you start to have – I start to question, you know, he's one of those guys in big games. Just some – Weird calls uh, with the offense, uh, kind of like uh, back in the Falcons days. So those are kind of my comments on the whole thing. Uh, didn't really care one way or the other, but I, I kind of would have liked to see the Niners win the game. 
thank you, Tom. I appreciate you getting in. Thanks for the call today. I, I'll say this about Shanahan. You know, there's there's Dan Campbell who, you know, rolls the dice as much as possible. And then there's Shanahan who just won't seemingly ever roll the dice. Now, he did go for it on that fourth down last night. That did surprise me a little bit. But for the most part, he just does not. He's just not an aggressive coach, Johnny. He wants to get a lead and sit on it. You know, or go away from his game plan or go away from what was working and just try to catch the other team off guard or something. You know, like he just, I don't know. I I just don't understand what his real strategy is. I felt like he was going to really keep doing that once the Juwan Jennings Christian McCaffrey touchdown worked. Just keep him off guard. Yeah. You know. All of a sudden it's like, oh, now I've, now I've got him. I've outsmarted him. But it's weird because, like, some of that means you're you're going to be aggressive. And throwing the ball in first downs is aggressive. But it isn't practical in that situation. You know, giving McCaffrey the ball and getting five, six, seven yards is practical. Plus, I, 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 I actually feel really bad for McCaffrey because I think he got beat up to shreds. And he left it all on the field last night. But the one thing they just couldn't figure out how to do, whether it's scheme or just a guy making a play, outside of the Jawan Jennings pass, they just could not get an explosive play. They they just could not. I, I kept waiting for it to happen. I said McCaffrey's going to break a forty or fifty yard run, or a quick pass. And he goes. He just is going to take it to the house. And if that happens, they they win the game. They do you, really do. And I I think they kept waiting on that to happen, but I don't think they put him in position to make that happen. I think they were trying to force the explosives out of the wrong players. Maybe so. I, I think trying to force it through Debo as much as they did after the hamstring injury, I thought was. Foolish. I also think he's banged up. Like, just stop trying to force feed it through Debo at that point. He's yeah. battling an injury and occurred a second one. I, I would be trying to find the way to get McCaffrey the ball, Ayuk the ball, involve your All Pro tight end in some capacity. That's still the head scratcher to me that Kittle was just not part of anything. But we're going to force Debo Samuel to try to run thirty yards down the field with a bum hamstring. Yeah, I know. Makes no sense to me. Uh, George Kittle, three targets, two catches for four yards. That's unacceptable. That is a failure by Shanahan. 100%. You have to match tight ends here. You know what I mean? Arguably, there are two of the the best tight ends in the National Football League in this game. One has nine catches for 93 yards, and one has two for four. Yep. Not a surprise that the one that had nine for 93 is a team that won the game. McCaffrey had eight catches on eight targets. He should have had more. Should have had more. I still think that when they were blitzing out of their minds, the fact that you did not even attempt to run an actual real screen to McCaffrey is mind-blowing to me. To prove my point, and you and I have been, we are Debo Samuel fans on this show. Oh, yeah. 11 targets, three catches. Mm. McCaffrey, eight targets, eight catches. Ayuk, six targets, three catches. Jennings, five targets, four catches. Now, some of that is the defense. I mean, Ayuk sure, was yeah, blanketed but... all night. McDuffie and Sneed were all over him last night. Yeah, so I just texted the Kittle. Kittle should have yelled and bumped Shanahan. He should have. Just to remind him he's still there. Hey, coach, I'm over here. Let me shove you. And see They're if I get using your the fullback more than him in the offense. And I like Kyle Juszczyk. He's best in the game, but you've got George Kittle, and you're just, now we're good. 
We're good. Look, Jawan Jennings, Ayuk, and McCaffrey all have more targets. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. That was uh, a bit perplexing. The, like, I, is the, is the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing, is this a generational thing? Is it like people of the younger generation love it? People of the, of a not younger generation well, don't? I, like, they actually hate it? I, I just, I guess the only pushback I have with Tom's call there is calling it the drama. Folks, the only people that are making a drama are those of you who are complaining about it and creating your own drama about it. Was it a little excessive at times? Sure, but was it a any famous no. person that's going to be at an event? I mean, there were famous people on TV all throughout the game last night. It's a Super Bowl. I'm also not surprised that it, it wasn't a distraction because this is a mature football team. Well, it's led by the... Like I know, I know Kelsey's got this rap for being this you know kind of crazy wild guy, and, and a lot of it's true. But at the end of the day, the man puts in the work. You can tell, and he, he didn't skimp on the work. He no, and if he skimped on the work, I think that in the drama, all that would be there because it would be very recognizable in that locker room. He ran the fastest he's ever run on a catch last night in his career, and he's been in the league how long? Uh, this will be year twelve or thirteen coming up for him. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think that he ever skimped on anything. I, I am curious if you want to create some drama here, John. Okay. I am curious how the relationship affects him in the post in the in the in the, in the uh, off season. In the off season, yeah. Does he have this? And I, the thing is, I don't know what his off season regiment looks like anyway. You know, well, I mean, let's also. This is a guy that over the course of his career, you go back to college. It's not like he's had the most structured offseason regimen over his career. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> you're probably right, but still, he's. If, if this was his third year in the NFL, I'd be massively concerned about this man. Oh yeah, this guy's been doing it for over a decade. This is not his first Super Bowl. This is, and you know what, Mahomes knows, and and just like with Gronk and Brady. Brady didn't think he could get Gronk to play. Like it was a don't retire, don't walk away, don't have other interests, don't don't do commercials, come play football with me because I don't know how valuable you are. You know you trust these guys in the day to show up. They're mature enough that they're professional enough. They may not be professional in the settings that we think of professional, but this is this is football. And, and just because we see the the flash and the celebrity and all of that on game days. We don't know the, what he's doing Monday through Saturday in that building. Yeah. The work that he puts in week in and week out with his teammates. If, if they're all okay with it, and if everybody's fine, you know, Tom brought up, well, he went down to Brazil on the Who bye cares? week. Everybody travels on the bye week. Who cares what he does with his life as long as he's there? It doesn't matter. We, we, uh, we celebrated Dennis Rodman when the last dance came out because of, look, he was able to take off and go to Vegas for three days and come back and win a title. Yeah, do you remember the Lawrence Taylor stories? Do you remember some of those? Man was staying all night. He played in New York City. He stayed all night doing who knows what, putting who knows what into his body and show up on Sunday and get three and a half sacks. As long as you're performing, man, I don't care. I don't care. It's not a distraction of the team. It's not hurting Patrick Mahomes. It's not you know who it's not hurting? Andy Reid. Andy Reid used used the heck out of his tight end in the second half of that game. You know, it, it doesn't bother Andy Reid. So, <laughs> no, I think Andy Reid loves all the the celebrity and the fanfare and all those things. Andy's a different kind of guy too. Like he just he never looks like you saw. We were talking about it earlier. The caller was was saying that Shanahan looked just so upset. You know, he was just Tim and Spark was saying he just he just walk around. He was just mad at Wilkes and just mad. 
Andy Reid, just same old look every play, whether it's a touchdown or an interception, same look on his face. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't waver, even a little bit. I don't, I don't think any of this bothers him. I don't. John, what does this mean for the Chiefs? Can they continue this run? Is this, is this dynasty going to last for three, four, six, eight? Like, how many years are we talking? Oh, boy. Well, Brad, we have uh, completed Patrick Mahomes only his sixth season as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. I don't think it's ending anytime. He's 28 years old. Tom Brady played until he was, what, 46? 45, 46, yeah. He's 28. And he's the straw. He is, and he has reached a new level of quarterback. It's not just... I'm flashy, and I can throw a no-look pass, and I can throw off-platform, and all that. No, cerebrally, he's reached a new level. Think of all the different ways we talk about the other 31 franchises in the National Football League, how there's a blueprint to win. You've got to have a good quarterback on a rookie contract and heavily invest everywhere else. The Chiefs are the exact opposite of everything. Of What the other 31 teams need to have, they, the formula they need to play under to, to get to the promised land, the Chiefs are, no, we do things our own way. Because we have seen, it's, it doesn't matter who the, the receiving core is. Outside of wide receiver, yes, Travis Kelsey remains the constant there. But in terms of the actual wide receivers, it doesn't matter. Running back, it's interchangeable. Offensive line, for the most part, they, they've plugged and played a lot of different guys over the years. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes. So as long as he is still playing in his prime, as long as he stays healthy and continues to put the work in, which I don't think any re- way he's going to stop, they're going anywhere anytime t- anytime soon. My my thing is I don't know how long that prime is. That prime could be for the next fifteen years. Very well could be. I, I don't know if anybody can be as ageless as Tom, but But the way that he plays and the way that he prepares, you know, I saw something the other day where I believe it was the in the AFC championship game, when he was going down for a sack and his body was being bent all these crazy different weird ways. Go to the offseason regiment, like he's stretching and playing so that's so his body can handle that type of of, of, of damage yeah. throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, he puts in so much work in the offseason to prepare himself. He's also for really, the rigors of it. His legs are a game changer, and he uses them when he has to and not recklessly. And he knows how to protect himself and how to get down. He, I think, even when he gets sacked, he looks like he's just got he's got good control. Like he just. He's so smart about all this you know, stuff. He we, studies everything. We get a text here, but what's going what's to happen when he loses his safety net, Travis Kelsey? You know how many years we asked that question about Tom Brady, and guess what? He just found another one. Yeah, he might. Like, the great ones just figure it out. I would put more stock in Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes finding not the greatness of Kelsey, but someone who can replace him in their offense. I would bet on that than betting the other way. I would, too. I would as well, yeah. Yeah. Now Andy Reid is the is the the question mark here because he's he is getting to a point where you have to start asking how long. I don't know if he wants to coach more than three or four more years, but I I, I think he coaches at least that long. He's I would having think so. fun. Why why would he want to get out of this right now? But there is there's a closer end to his his time in Kansas City than there is Mahomes. Were you surprised as someone who's been bringing up on here throughout the course of the playoffs that you thought that Travis Kelsey could walk off into the sunset and retire? Were you all that surprised when he committed last night that he'll be back? Kind of. A little bit. 
I thought it just would have been a good moment for him to step away, and he opted not to, not to do that yet. So, I mean, that's it's his decision, and clearly he has not lost the step that I thought in November and December that he lost. He still got it. Six five four or more on the other side. Nothing says I love you like a clean home. This Valentine's Day, call the cleaning pros at Zero Res. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for just $109, plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asks, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for, and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484, and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484, and remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Hey foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate. Our team has been serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now, but let's not forget about the super fresh margaritas, ice cold cerveza, and over 80 tequilas that are served up daily from behind our high energy bar, with happy hour on weekdays starting at 4 p.m. The owners, all local Upstate dudes, love hosting the Willie Taco Fiesta for our amazing guests. Don't wait. Your Willie Taco Familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky fresh fusion. It's the Willie way. Ben here for EC Sports to introduce their new Hydrolyte Electrolyte Drink Mix. Hydrolyte is an exceptional electrolyte and mineral hydration drink. Crafted with real fruit extracts and premium minerals, it delivers a refreshing light lemon-lime taste with no sugar and no artificial flavors. This formula rapidly replenishes electrolytes, enhancing endurance, reducing fatigue, and minimizing cramping for peak performance. Check it out at UpstateMuscle.com. UpstateMuscle.com. Do, 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 do. Hey, what you gonna do when you gotta pee? You're gonna call Royal Flush at 238-8800. We've got your porta-potties. We've got your event trailers, too. Call Royal Flush at 864-238-8800 or visit them online at royalflushtoiletrental.com. We'll even pump your septic tank for you. Call Royal Flush because we're the king and queen of clean. So what have you got to do, 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 do? Call Royal Flush. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. Hi, I'm Jake Wilson, and as the owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings, I'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate. If you're considering having your garage floor transformed, check out our five-star Google reviews as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive Floor Coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Crank it up and embarrass your children. The Roar, where every day is game day. Right here live on the Roar, the press box with Brad and John, 1045 AM. You know, John, you had a Super Bowl party last night. And while I felt like I indulged a little too much, you're in the maintenance phase at PhD Weight Loss. So it's probably easy to avoid such a thing. Yeah, it is. You know, thanks to Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss last year was able to lose fifty five pounds through twenty weeks on the program. You know, you've heard me say all the time on this, you know, they give you the tools to succeed. And last night is one of those prime opportunities. You're sitting there and there's some some options that maybe not be the best for you. And there may not be, you may want to overindulge. But the beauty of PhD weight loss and learning the program and having all these tools is you know how to walk into a social situation like last night. And you're not going to make the bad choices. You're not going to overindulge. You're not going to set yourself up for failure going into this week. And also... Wouldn't it make sense? Some people say, you know, first of the year, I'm going to get right health-wise, and then they realize the Super Bowl's coming, and like, oh, I'll put it off a little bit longer. You may now be deciding you need to do something. Oh, absolutely. There may be your, I got to go big one last time at the Super Bowl thing. Well, folks, now we're in the offseason. You want to show up at that tailgate this fall looking good? You want to put in the work that you can tell everybody, look at all the work I did this offseason? Get your free consultation today, myphdweightloss.com. Start your off-season off strong and get ready for the 2024 football season. Work harder than Travis Kelsey, apparently. Uh, <laughs> 654, Roar, you want to get in with us. This stratosphere that Patrick Mahomes has now entered. John, if we weren't just coming off of Tom Brady era, I think we would be appreciating this a whole lot more. I know you and I are appreciating it, and... You know, I, I've told my son, you're watching a legend. This is a player you will remember for the rest of your life and soak it up. Watch greatness. I watch sports because I love greatness. I don't, it, it may be from a team I don't pull for, maybe from a team I don't really like. If it's my team, that's even better. You know, I, I want the Braves to have greatness. You know, they're pretty doggone close. They're close. But I don't know that, you know, they've, they've hit that level. They ain't won three out of five. No. But what Patrick Mahomes is doing is just, you have to appreciate it marvel. I'm sorry, if you can't, I don't understand that. I don't understand. And nothing he does or how he plays should get you upset. (laughs) He's just unreal at this stuff. And he's graduated to different levels. Now the athleticism, this is so cliche, but the athleticism has met, you know, the, the experience in the mental game. But what it's turned into is something that, John, I don't know that we've ever seen this before. I think I'm not I'm not ready to call him the greatest ever and have those conversations. I don't like I, I mean, even when Tom Brady was like in his thirties, people were like he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm like, yeah, he is, but I don't want to talk about that. I, I, I want to let the right. whole thing play out. It's like we talk about, you know, 
What's the season going to be or what, what's going to happen at the very end? Let's collect all the data and then we'll break it down at the end. But is is he not capable of, is Mahomes like able of doing things that you just feel like no one has ever done or or really does consistently like he, the way he does it? Yeah. Well, we, we have the chance to see arguably the greatest football career ever play out right now. Before it's, our very eyes, yeah. It's And it's just beginning. Like I said. Only he's finishing year six as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. You realize the way, the way some people talk about him, the Abco roofing text on it sounds like he's been traumatizing him for twenty five <laughs> years. You realize that if it weren't for Tom Brady, he would be four and zero right now in the Super Bowl. If it weren't for Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers played horrifically against Tampa in that Super or in that uh, NFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay would have gotten smoked by Pat Mahomes. And if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, there would be no Meikle Hardman there to catch the ah. game-winning pass for the Kansas City Chiefs. It would have been Kadarius Toney. Who, who would have dropped it, and the San Francisco 49ers would be your Super Bowl champions. <laughs> he would have lined up offside. He would just run out of bounds for no reason, like a glitch in the video game or something. You know, <laughs> it was, Something bizarre would have happened. I can promise you. That's why Tony wasn't out there, because they had no trust in and him. Tony wasn't in the building. Yeah, uh, but what a uh, what a performance by Mahomes and what he's doing in his career. Do you think when it's when it's all said and done, when we're old and gray, getting closer and closer by the minute, are are we going to talk about Mahomes and Brady like we talk about Jordan and LeBron? Yes, but the beauty of that debate is going to be to something you just pointed out. Brady defeated Mahomes in a Super Bowl in a game where MJ and LeBron never played against each other. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. So their eras did cross over enough where Tom was able to beat him. But I, th- I think we're going to be having that, that exact conversation for a really long time. Yep. All right, for the 49ers, what does this mean? Um, the loss, devastating. I. How much of a long, uh, long look in the mirror do you take if you're the 49ers? Because you are so close. We, we see this happen a lot in professional sports. Do you try to make one or two tweaks that you think can take you over the top? Or do you realize that there's just something wrong here and we need to change it? And not, not blow it up by any means because there's too many good pieces and parts, but for lack of a better term, kind of do a bigger overhaul than maybe you would think by making it to the Super Bowl. God, that's so hard to say. Um, I lean toward not really making a ton change. Now, you have to question, if, if you're the owner, and you're you're bringing in Kyle Shanahan for an exit, you know, season-ending interview, not an exit interview. He's not leaving the, the the organization, but you're bringing him in for an evaluation. Don't you have to ask him, Kyle, what can you do? What can we do to help you? But what can you do to have better preparation, to have the ability to hold on to some of these leads? Like you have to word it, you know, in a certain way. But how? I mean, you you have to ask those questions. I don't think you. I don't think he changes who he is, but he he will continue if he keeps if he keeps getting chances. You feel like he's going to get over the hump, John. He's going to win one. Give him enough tries, and he'll get he'll he'll figure it out. And some of his some of his shortcomings and downfalls in San Francisco are related to health, right? You know, you can point at some of the things health wise, but that's the NFL. You're always going to have people banged up and hurt. I don't think the 49ers are going away. I don't think they're going to, you know, this 
this window is still open for them. Definitely. But how long the window is open? That, that's now a little more in question. Brad, I've got some of the um, pending free agents here for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I'm I just curious. want to tell me a yes or a no. Would you entertain bringing him back? All right. Randy Gregory. Mm, probably not going to be on the cheap anymore. It was $14 million for this year. Probably not. Chase Young. Oh, no. I want nothing to do with Chase Young. That, that, that was a bad trade. He had a couple good plays early last night, and then I just thought he fell off the face of the earth after that. So, no. Uh, Javon Kinlaw. In fact, Young's the one that messed up on the Mahomes run. Uh, Kinlaw, I would I would try. Is, is, he, is the rookie deal running out? Yeah. I, w- I would try to re-sign him. He may command a little bit money on the free agent market. Uh, Sean Gibson, the free safety. Mm. Well, he'll be 34 when the season starts next year. Probably not bringing him back. That's a guy who has started a lot of games I for know. you in that secondary. I'm um, a guy who's who I thought had his best year as a pro this year until he got injured. Cleveland Farrell. Oh, Cleveland's probably made himself some money. He's definitely going to keep himself employed. That's the good thing. Uh, he, mm, so try, he, he, yes. it was two and a half million last year for Cleveland Farrell. Yeah. You certainly try with what the price tag is of Nick Bosa, and that I thought he played better than Chase Young as a compliment to Bosa during the regular season than Young did once the trade happened. I think you have to try because I think you can sell him maybe on taking a little bit less, not having good because if he goes free agent, who knows? You know what I mean? Like he just you don't know if people are gonna like it. And he fit that system. And if you keep Wilkes around, <laughs> which I assume they are, yeah. then I, I think I think you can convince Cleveland to stay there. Um Ray Ray McLeod. Probably not. not. Not that last night and that punt was his fault. I, I just that's all. It's really his only role. He only catches a few passes a year. You know, like he's just not a, you know, he's not a not a guy you have to bring back unless he wants to take a really really you know club favorable deal. You want to talk about somebody who probably made himself some money last night? Mm-hmm. Juwan Jennings was on the hook for nine hundred forty thousand this past year. Yeah, you got to pay him a little more than that. He probably gone. I would bring him back. But- I, I would try to certainly. Um, Logan Ryan, the, the 33-year-old corner. You can probably move on from him. Probably so, yeah. But the reason I bring that up, a lot of the starters are not hitting free agency this year. Bosa. You didn't hear me mention a Bosa. He's you didn't hear paid. me mention uh, a Trent Williams. You didn't hear me mention Ayuk or Samuel or Kittle. Yeah, Fred Warner. Yeah, Fred, exactly. Fred Warner. Ooh, I thought I had a really good game last night. He did, especially in the first half. Man, he was flying around. Greenlaw's just... You know, you hope he comes back fairly quickly from that torn Achilles. That was brutal. Really hate that for him. But the reason I bring that up is I think that there's still more of a window than I think we naturally assume coming off of a Super Bowl loss. Well, and, and you still have the straw that stirs the drink in Kirsten McCaffrey. Still got the best running back in the NFL. One of the one of the few running backs in the NFL who deserves you know to be called a true change. You know, game well, that changer. aren't plug and play backs. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then you have to bank on the progression of, of Brock Purdy. He's Again, he was not mentally prepared last night. He had not been in enough situations in his life to handle what Spagnola was throwing at him, and Spagnola knew that, and that was the advantage. And Mahomes was more than prepared. Mahomes was reading your defense and, and going ahead and diagramming where he's going with the ball before he snapped it. Purdy got to a point where he knew the blitz was coming, it was going to be so heavy, he just had to catch and release. And he couldn't make the throws. Pressure got to him too much. 
like the pressure of the players getting on him, not just the pressure of the moment. Some of that happened too. But I, I think you have to hope and, and believe he can progress and continue to get better. I think he can. I think he has progressed and improved quite a bit since his time as a starter in the league. If you're San Francisco, do you stay the course with Brock Purdy? Yes. I think I agree Because with that it now. is so team-friendly to do so. And you wade into the abyss of trying to figure it out again. Well, I mean, you stumbled into this. Yeah. The last time you tried to go get one, you traded up in the draft for Trey Lance, who's the third-string quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys now. Isn't that crazy? And you got lucky that Mr. Irrelevant can lead you to a Super Bowl should appearance. Ne- it should never happen that way. It just really shouldn't. Have you seen odds, John, to win next year's Super Bowl? Never tell me the odds. <laughs> we don't talk odds on this show. But what you got? San Francisco's the favorite. In the NFC or the whole thing? The whole thing. Why do we do this to ourselves? We're, we're going to make Mahomes the underdog no, again? No, but we, we just went over the roster. We, Mahomes' roster will be different because that's what they do. Yes. And when you're paying him the amount of money you're paying him, you have to structure everything else in just a different way. But San Francisco, Brian, you just said, brings back most of their parts. Uh, almost all their key players. You went through the list there. Yeah, no, I mean, on paper, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So plus 550, they're the favorite to win. Okay. You don't, you don't like it. I don't love it. But I, I can understand the logic. Kansas City's right behind them. Okay. Number two. Makes you, sense. I, I would advise taking Kansas City plus 650 over San Francisco plus 550. That I would I would say would, would be a smart decision. Baltimore Ravens third at plus 900. Okay. I think the Ravens can win the Super Bowl next year. I, I think they'll be good enough. On paper right now. Yeah, the roster will be good enough, yeah. And I think... Lamar is going to get some chances that he's the narrative on there may still not be the biggest problem enough. right now though. He Patrick Mahomes still exists. Yeah, I know. I know that's everybody in the AFC's fault. Uh, <laughs> or problem, not problem. Fault. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Okay, mm. but I, I'm telling you, there's some drop offs here. Okay? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You get past 49ers, Chiefs, Ravens. I, I feel like there's some draw. I, I don't think the Bills the Bills have to remake a lot of their roster because to me they, they were not very talented this year. They were Josh Allen. That's all they pretty much had. Detroit Lions plus twelve hundred. So they're the second NFC team listed. I don't know. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't make on that. Uh, Bengals a bounce back year coming for them potentially. They're also plus twelve hundred. Need to see how they handle free agency and how healthy Burrow is. Uh, also that, yeah. Miami plus seventeen hundred. No, I'm not touching that. I don't. Dolphins aren't tough enough mentally, physically. Canes, Dolphins, not touching any of it for Miami to see a championship. <laughs> Eagles plus two thousand. My have them have the mighty. Not play. a chance. As the person who picked the Eagles last year's Super Bowl, I am. I will be fading Philly hard in the 2024 season. They're going to go through some roster reconstruction now, and uh, probably a little bit of a painful roster reconstruction. Green Bay plus two thousand. I find that okay. Tied with Dallas. Dallas is right there, too. I'd give Green Bay the edge there. Houston Texans, plus 2,200 uh, with the emergence of C.J. Stroud. That's fascinating to me. 6-5-4, Roar, we come back. We'll discuss the other parts of the Super Bowl and Clemson basketball after this. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560.